in. Football Friday edition. The Broncos Blitz podcast, man. I'll tell you, this might be the most important uh, Broncos Blitz podcast of the season because it's the most important game the Broncos have played. Let's, let's, let's get all the hyperbole in literally years because if they win this game, they're four and five. They play the Raiders next week who have... 28-year-old linebackers quitting on the team, as well as their best players going on the IR, that Blake Martinez, 28 years old, led the team in tackles last week, quits on him this week. That's what's going on over there with the Raiders. Um, to me, we have a, I mean, there's a revenge factor that, man, I'll tell you, whether we lose this game or we're all heartbroken and crushed and feel like it's over, we beat the Raiders next week no matter what because it's interdivisional. They got it coming. They stink. Josh McDaniels factor, whatever. So then, again, we just started the podcast like a minute ago, and already I have the Broncos about to be 6-5, and five, beating the Panthers the following week, who I think and believe is the NFL's worst team, even though they effed us, in, you know, in, at least in uh, some of our thoughts of what was going to happen last night on a betting front. Um, this is a most important game for the Broncos in a long time, because if they win it, they're in it. Four and five, man. The way things have kind of shaped up this season, the parody of this of the season, it's been weird. Four and five, you're just in it. Everyone believes they're in it. It might be an uphill battle, but the uphill battle is actually a, not of it's like a hill, not a mountain, yeah, because the Raiders are in front and then the Panthers are in front. And you, those are winnable games. Those are actually teams you're better than, even in the current state and form that you're in, Danny Bailey. Correct. I'm Danny Williams. You're listening to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. That was a long opening. Sorry. Uh, it's brought to you by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Go check those guys out. Deposit bonus, a big one. Uh, whether you got 50 bucks or 500 bucks to throw in there, I think they're matching up to 750 bucks. Uh, go check the website out first. Get a taste and a feel for what kind of they got going on. Uh, I think they're great. Um, um, we are uh, parlay builders. Danny Bailey, a little more uh, safe with his money. I'm a little bit of a, a wild card. I'm trying to turn 10 bucks into like a million, like my by the end of the week. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do all my stuff at Maverick, the Maverick Sports app. Download it. Safe, secure, easy to use. Um, we, we, we try to be withdrawlers, not depositors, but uh, Total Beverage as well. Partners in this podcast, TotalBev.com. It's Friday, football Friday. So, you know, man, I might want to do on Sunday morning some mimosas. So I'm going to go get a little uh, couple bottles, some Cook's Spumante. Again, I'm cheap. Um no, I mean, it's good when you're a little uh, cooked spumante with some orange juice. I'm going to grab a 12-pack of some beers. I'm going to grab a bottle of Suerte tequila. Um, that's what I'm going to do at Total Bev. And I might just have that stuff delivered because it's like 25 degrees out here today, freaking freezing. And um, so that's it. Uh, partners of, this, uh, of ours in this podcast. I got some juice today. The Broncos Blitz podcast, you know, last kind of few weeks. When, it, when, when we're down, it's like... Welcome back in to the Broncos Blitz podcast and stuff or whatever. It doesn't really matter. No, it's like when you, it matters, it matters. And they don't matter, but if they win, they matter. So I'm trying to convince myself that that matters. Do they matter? I think a two-game winning streak would matter, which would be nice for this team because they've been down a lot this year. Um, I think it does matter. You said it's a big game. It's absolutely a big game. That's why the intro has yeah. to be long. It's a big game. And the Titans are no slouch, but 
you mentioned, they have some guys out. Yeah. And they got three or four guys on the defense who are key guys uh, out, nicked and dinged. And w- like I said yesterday, we know their defense is good. That means the Broncos' offense has to pull their heads out and really do something that they haven't done this entire season and kind of impose your will offensively uh, on a defense, no matter who and what the defense is. Because, man, the good offenses, um, they'll go beat even a good defense. They will because, you know, man, it's I, – I, I told my guys this uh, basketball, JJ's nine-year-old last night. Okay, what's faster, me running forward or the defender running backwards trying to keep up with me? And they're like, um – Forward, I'm like, yes. What am I paying for? You know, what am I paying for? You, you nitwits. No, um, and what I mean by that is like your offense, you're attacking, you're going downhill. Defense is literally running backwards on their heels. Let's go freaking attack these guys. And I try to tell JJ, man, like, put the ball down, let's get to the rim, run through this guy. If he, if he touches you or bumps you, it's a foul on him. So, the. <sighs> I guess it's hard to equate nine-year-old Catholic League, uh, uh, you know, youth basketball to the Broncos. But, man, if the Broncos, they're coming off a win. I like how you called two wins in a row a winning streak. Yeah, sure. (laughs) You know? So they win, they beat Tennessee. Man, you go take care of the Raiders, which why wouldn't they? That's three in a row. That's That's a legitimate thing. That's a real thing. And then after that, you have the Panthers. All of a sudden, four wins in a row Broncos, uh, one of the hottest teams in the league. Again, I just gave them three wins they didn't have. Okay? Uh, but it's in reach. And this might sound crazy. Don't stop me. They have the Chiefs twice. They have the Ravens. And there's one more team. Uh, got the Chargers again. Hold on. I'm not done yet. I got to look at the schedule. You can say the Broncos control their own destiny. I mean, it's all out there in front of them. It's, it's theirs for the taking. It, the Titans, an AFC team um, a, 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 that will, again, a win against those guys when it comes to formulations, playoff scenarios, calculations, um, um, weight of this against that uh, in terms of tiebreakers, it matter. Got the Ravens, got the Chiefs, got the Chiefs again, got the Chargers at the end of the season. Broncos control their own kind of destiny, as crazy as that sounds. It's just factual, right? Yeah, but, like, every team <laughs> controls their own destiny. No, stop. Until they don't. You're right. The The Broncos... I like that. Until they don't. Until they don't. Yeah. The Broncos haven't reached the point where they're out of... Where it's out of control. Yeah, okay. It's still in their control, but I haven't seen anything to make me real optimistic. Okay, well, let's talk a little negative nonsense then. Kind of like, at every moment of this season where it felt like they were in this situation, like, where... When they had a chance to go over 500, when once they got to 500, uh, the game to make you fall under 500. And then, um, you know, who was the loss before Jacksonville? The Jets. Um, 
a game that kind of you know makes you feel like you like the, the, the desperation game that we talk about that like that fuel of desperation when an NFL team needs it so bad and one team doesn't quite need it that's powerful they didn't win those games so at, at every turn of every big moment at every kind of key moment of this season when the Broncos needed it the most they fell flat they lost 12 to 9 to the Colts by a f- touchdown to the Jets with a game that was there for the taking uh, 1916 in OT to the Chargers. Every big moment that they needed to kind of come up big in, they fell just a little bit short. So how do you fix that? What has to change? Well, do you know what I'll tell the kids? And this is why I got in trouble from one of the moms this week. I'll tell the kids, quit sucking. <laughs> Guys, quit, like, I'll have, we're not, you know, we have spots on the floor. Like, our five guys have spots on the floor as we're, if we're, it's, they're nine-year-olds. So, if, like, there's a rebound, we get out in transition, and I'll tell guys, get to the basket, attack. But if, you know, ball comes in, we'll have, we'll run a play. We'll screen, we'll give and go, everyone clears out. Got one play where two boys come, like, the high post. That's our whole, that's our whole offense, mm-hmm. okay? So, I'll tell the boys, like, and when it all goes wrong, and I'll look around and make sure no parents are there. Quit sucking, Sebastian and Otto and Bennett. It's like, guys, let's just be good now. So Broncos, quit fucking pen- with the penalties. Yeah. Okay. Bennett and Otto, quit with the fucking. I'm just kidding. Uh, quit with the penalties. Quit with the um, giving your opponent 15 f- free yards. 27 yards on a pass interference. Uh, third and third and short, second and short holding. <laughs> I mean, it's like, quit beating yourself up. You cut the penalties down in half, well, even down a fourth. You had another, you'd have another win there. You would have had another win, maybe more, maybe a lot more. But at this point moving forward, be less penalized. It'll help. Make a few more plays. It's like that's that's how that's just that's it. It's not like a magic formula. It's not like we could talk wristbands. We could talk about uh, work or not in Cabo. We could talk about coaches sleeping overnight or not. Um, it's like just be better across the board, man. Just they keep shooting themselves in the foot, man. And a lot more is being revealed throughout the season, like so. <laughs> Our defense making calls, our offense making calls. How about this one I heard uh, yesterday in a press conference? Um, well, you know, we got to call plays based off of, you know, more that are um, man-to-man or zone beaters. That plays that are will be either, you know, zone or man defense when they're disguising it. or yeah, Right? Okay. And then, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> that was Justin Outen. Okay, well, well, then what the fuck are we doing otherwise? We're we, like, what else, what else were you doing? So when they say like everyone's cloning them, oh, they're running a high school offense and stuff like that. Well, that's the simple stuff slants that beat any kind of defense. Those are the basics. That is the stuff that when it's like Tom Brady tries to go down the field for these game winning field goals, man, it's like, and you're just trying, you got no time. It's that's what you kind of go back to is that kind of stuff. So it's not, I don't know what the Broncos are doing. It's not like the offense is at some high level of sophistication that it's just, no one could kind of get it. 
it's basic stuff. Let's just go be better at it, and let's be better at calling the plays. We've talked about before the rhythm. The rhythm. Let's get Russ in this offense going early. Draw. Throw into the flat. Couple short passes. Um, little sweeping around. Cute little thing. Like, let's get the offense going somehow, some way, by being innovative and creative, throwing it off. Um, I might seem cheap and cheesy, and we might throw a little uh, trick, trickeration in there. Dude, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. The, yeah. the analogy is... The I need a you know couple early buckets, man. You go out there playing dad ball. I'll tell you, when to when we played dad ball last week, it's the first game. We're not we're the underdog. Yeah, I think it was like all you good players. It's like all us old little dudes. And I am in the corner, get a ball. I'm like my my moment my momentum is taking me to the left. I pull up this three from the corner. I look like JJ Redick. It was beautiful bucket. But then I start thinking I'm J.J. Redick, okay? So if I use that to get to the rim or I'm shooting little jumpers and stuff like that, then it, it will fuel me. I can't just keep shooting threes and shooting threes and shooting threes. But what I'm saying is, man, you make a couple early buckets, and the analogy we said before is like, man, I'm missing everything. I need to go get me a layup or something like that to get me back to feel like, man, this, oh, I, this okay, one went down. I can do this. You got to start. Right away, fast start offense. What's that going to take? What is those scripted first 15 or 20 plays that every NFL team does? You're running those plays. This is the what's in the walk the walkthrough. We go three and out. It doesn't matter. The next play, we go to the fourth play. Nothing changes. What are those 20 plays? And how are those 20 plays going to set the Broncos up to change literally everything about this team's fortunes offensively and because we think it's all in the offense, everything moving forward. That's a Nathaniel Hackett issue and production and problem and problem for him to solve. That ain't Russ. I mean, Russ has to go execute it. It is Russ in a sense to go out there and bring it to fruition. But if it ain't a good enough game plan to beat a defense that the Broncos offense is, well, we got to do some stuff to, you know, be again, beat off to be zone and man coverage. I was just thinking. Did I hear this right? Is this? Did he say that out loud? What does that even mean? Like, what were we doing before? And that's it. So if Orlowski wants to call it a high school offense and dog shit us, you know, okay, whatever it's going to take. But, man, some of the most basic stuff is what I see Tom Brady doing when he's putting together, together game-winning field goal drives to win Super Bowls and AFC Championship games and games like last week against the Rams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's only so many routes. <laughs> go out there and like, be great and execute it. the simple ones are the best. It is. Go out there, execute it, be great. But also, offense, let's, let's crank it up. Let's turn it up a little bit. You know, show me what's up with it. Let's be great with this thing. So that's it, you know, man. So, like, let's let's talk about how we see this game playing out and predict it and call it a week. It's been a good one. We had a couple of really good podcasts this week I feel pretty good about. Um, I think we were, I, like, I'm, I'm wore out of racking my brain of simulating it in my, I've, I've simulated this game out in my brain 10,000 times. So now what do you see and how do you see this game playing out to the Broncos? go on what you called a winning two game winning streak. <laughs> um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a battle. I think Derrick Henry 
is maybe the best running back in the league, probably. I could, I would agree with that. I'd say he's probably been the best running back in the league for the last five years. Yeah. If the Broncos scheme right, if they play the right with the right personnel on defense, they should be able to slow him down. You're not going to stop him, but I think they can slow him down. Um, and then Ryan Tannehill and Robert Woods are not going to beat you in the passing game. So it really is all on the offense. If they can bring it and they can get some points on the board and maybe the defense can help their own cause and get some points on the board as well, I, I think the Broncos can win this game. I think instead they will find a way to lose this game. Ugh. Because that's who this Broncos team is this year. Yeah. And I'm not going to believe in them until they actually are a better team. It's like you said. So when they, will this, when if they, they win this game, will it change? When they stop sucking. Yeah. I will maybe have a little more faith in them. Man, you got to see me. Like, I'm in the I'm gym there, and I'm like, guys. I think they lose. I'll just like, stop, stop, stop. I'm like, guys, man, quote sucking. <laughs> then, like, uh, one or two. And instead of, like, yelling, I was, like, like doing, like, a yelling thing with the kids. It got to a point where now I'm just, like, just run. Go run. Two laps, go. And I'll tell the boys, like, we got so much like installation and stuff to work on and like, you know, drill stuff. We'll get on running in there. I'm not going to make you run coach. You're going to make yourself run. Tell Max to shut the F up and we won't have to run guys. So that didn't mean I just needed to get that off my chest. That didn't have anything. No, there's nothing to do with that. It was just, you know, something struck a chord there with, um, where are you at? Oh, uh, here's where I'm going to tie it. What you said mm, brings me back to, and, and not a perfect analogy, what I said about the boys, but, the quit sucking stuff at every big moment this season when the Broncos have needed to break through, they've fallen short. Jaguars don't count. They're as shitty as the Broncos. It was in another country. It was, um, they played a little bit worse than we did. Maybe not, you know, we went out there and beat them. I mean, I like Trevor Lawrence. I do a lot. You say he's one of the best trash talkers. He's wild. But, um, this Man, that sucks to be to be bad and be a good trash, trash talker. talker. Yeah. yeah, he might be the next Matt Stafford, like really good in a place that sucks for a long time yeah. until he goes and gets a chance somewhere else. But um, at every big turn, every big moment, the Broncos have came up short, and that's been it. That's been a th- the theme. That's been the biggest problem. Um, that's fair for you to say that. That until they do it. Then the you know how is the reputation going to change on those guys? But if they do do it this weekend, that's a first place team in their division that they're beating. Um, as good uh, in what? In their conference, not in their division. The Titans. Yeah. First place in their division. Oh. Right. Yeah. 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 And then um, and then um, it'd be a. The biggest win of the season. And what I mean by that, like the most valuable one you can hang your hat on. The 49ers win was nice. But what was the final score of that game? 10 and 9? <laughs> I mean, like something <laughs> 13 crazy. 13 9. 13 9, right? Something like that. So, you know, it's like, what are we really taking for that? And that was a team, you know, they're losing their, losing their, in the, you know, their, 
quarterback. It's not as good a win at the time as it might look later on when the 49ers put the whole thing together. Beating the Titans would mean something big time. Be powerful. Um, I think the Broncos <laughs> win. I mean, how can I say that aloud and like with a straight face? I think they win because I really want it for them. I want it for them. I want them to win. First one to 20 wins. Okay. First team to 20 wins. Broncos win. Um, damn, that's crazy because in my head I'm just thinking they're going to score two touchdowns, three field goals. That's 23. 23. 23. 20. Broncos win 23 to 20. There, I said it. No Tannehill. So they'll be leading. They'll they'll already be at 20 when... I think they'll have to hang on. I think they'll have to hang on and go find um, six points through two field goals in the fourth quarter. I think they'll go get 10 points in the first half, and we'll be feeling like, okay, let's go get 20 points now. Yeah. And they will. Baby steps. Uh, you know, touchdown in the third quarter. Not a ton of offense like everyone wants. A couple field goals. Fourth quarter, they'll find a way. It's not going to be beautiful, but no football really is right now unless it's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes football. And actually even Patrick Mahomes football is productive for 400 yards, but they only get you 20 points. I want to, it, this is a league we've called it of parody this every year. Defenses caught up. Even in particular this year, defenses have caught up. Scheme, size of the athlete, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And that's how leagues work and that's how sports works. Phases, things change, ebb and flow, adjustments. Um, the league all changed with the Golden State Warriors. They changed players, defenses, everything changed because of what Steph and what they were doing. And now the league has adjusted. And now they've caught up to them. And, you know, that's not a doesn't take 15 or 20 years to do. It happens overnight because teams are trying to become what the great teams are and then stop the great teams as well. So that's it. That's the podcast. Uh, good job, Danny Bailey. We did a bunch of them this week. You did a good job. Always appreciate it. Uh, D Bailey 5280 on Twitter. Um, I'm at Tweet Stanny on Twitter. Radio show 10 to noon, Monday through Friday. That's our time here in Denver. Broncos Blitz podcasts. You know, I think they're all good, man. It's like, you know, if you feel like, oh, I missed one today, so it's all about today's stuff. Now, nah, I think if you go back and listen to yesterday's and the day before, you would laugh. And we give you some stuff that um, wouldn't be old news, but, you know. Just a good podcast. Try to put it out there. Make it uh, not too long. Just the right amount of podcasts we think that you need. Uh, I'm at Tweet Standing on Twitter. I think I already said that. Uh, that's really it. Uh, shout out Mike Stadium Sports Cards, man. Um, 30 years in the game. Um, they have Michael Porter Jr. at the shop on November 21st. Uh, signing autographs. So, you know, go find him. He's on social. He's everywhere. Mike Stadium Sports Cards. Shout out Total Beverage as well. And... Uh, Maverick Sports and Danny Bailey. I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Let's ride. Yeah.